Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 years or older. All right, another sports week has passed, and now it's time for us to break it down and look ahead to the future, the near future here in sports. Dave Damashek here, joined as always by the hostess with the mostest. She's taking a break from making her pages with Kevin Hart and from her Falcons, which mm-hmm. she probably is happy about. Intrigued by her Georgia <laughs> Bulldogs, it is Sarah Tiana. How are you? I'm great, actually. Yeah. The, I'm trying not to watch the Falcons. I've decided, you know, that they are, um, they are like my own conspiracy theory. Like, why do I keep believing, you know? Hmm. I don't know why I keep believing in them, but the Georgia Bulldogs played their best game last weekend. So I'm pretty excited about that. So I choose to focus on that and I'm not going to focus on how bad of a coach Arthur Smith is. Okay. That's good. And you know what? It's a, an interesting message. And I delivered a similar one over the weekend, my Pittsburgh Penguins. And by the way, we're going to get into that in just a second here with our guests to all introduce uh, my Pittsburgh Penguins were paying a visit playing real bad. They were going to the San Jose Sharks, who should be the antidote for all that ails you as a hockey team. And I just announced, (laughs) I mean, little tough love. I'm more of a carrot, not a stick guy, but I just let it be known in a public forum. (laughs) Lose to the San Jose Sharks. I may take leave and not for just a couple of weeks, maybe for a season, maybe I don't know where I would come down. My heart Mm -hmm. would guide me there. But why do I same logic as? I love the Beatles. Doesn't mean I have to pretend I like their new song, right? Same thing goes with, with rooting for a certain incarnation or a current incarnation of my team. Okay, let's say hello to, to our guest. I'm very excited about this one. We've been chasing him for a couple of weeks here. It's not that I love him because he's from Pittsburgh. It's because he's uh, he's hilarious and I like funny people, even though puts me in my place a little bit. I still celebrate it each and every week with Sarah and uh, another highbrow comedian here. He is a Pittsburgh guy, as I say, a diehard Penguins fan. He has skated with one number 66, Mario Lemieux. He's waved a terrible towel down on Heinz Nay Akershore <laughs> Field. I don't remember who he did that with. He is, as I say, a comedian supreme. You can check out all his work, including the Champagne of Comedy, available on Punch Up, Uncensored, and Classy. He is Steve Byrne. What's the poop, fella? Dave, Sarah, thank you. Uh, it's great to be here. I, I come. I like to come at the beginning. I like to start off strong. I'm not going to show up in the said. fourth quarter like Pickett. Yes. So uh, I'm here at the very beginning, and I'm, I'm ready to roll this out. Yeah. Very glad um, to be here. Showing, I love it. Fourth I'm, quarter guy like Pickett. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Let's jump in there. I have a but bunch to your of questions. Point, by the way, real quick about San Jose. Mm-hmm. San Jose is so awful that they should they should literally take that team and put them in Glendale and have the Coyotes come over and play in San Jose. So that could be the Coyotes' new new arena, and the Sharks are destined to go out in the, in into the desert. They're so horrible. Well, then what exactly does that make the Philadelphia Flyers? Who just <laughs> played the San Jose Sharks? The Sharks right. now yes. gave up ten goals in back-to-back games that counted. They're on right. record now for all the time. There's nothing you can do about that. Twenty goals in two games. Flyers go play them. They score one goal and lose. I think the only thing we can do at this point <laughs> is dismay for their dignity. I'm saying for the Philadelphia Flyers organization. Of course, we know they haven't won a cup in what fifty years, but <laughs> right. this might even outstrip that in shame. How say you? 
Yeah, look, uh, the Flyers are always our Achilles heel, but, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you're a Pittsburgh guy. I love watching Mark Madden on Twitter decimate everybody. And for him to say, you know, when's the last time you saw the Flyers win the cup? I mean, that just that's the first thing I think about it, and much like you just mentioned, too. So um, I, I'm really enjoying this time watching the Flyers just eat a plate of well, you can't say it on the, <laughs> on the podcast, but. But for years, you know, growing this up, time, what time are you talking about? The last half century? Well, I mean, when <laughs> when I was growing up during the Lemieux era, you remember this. Uh, sure. We couldn't we couldn't buy a win against the Flyers. So Literally. to see them suffer like this, I absolutely revel in it every second of it. Well, that was going to be my question for the both of you, actually. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gambling helpline ma.org michigan call 1-800-270-7117 illinois maryland new jersey tennessee virginia west virginia ohio pennsylvania affiliated with harris philadelphia if you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or west virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I do have a question that we have to pay off that Sarah sent me. 
I mean, it was a little mean spirited, passive aggressive, even about one Kenny like Pickett. Sarah. This is the Tiana I know. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. Stop right. I'm, I'm getting to know her myself, and I and I see what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll get to that, but I am curious, and Sarah. Um, how about you? We'll start with you. Georgia obviously has Bama and the rest of the SEC to a lesser degree. And I guess the Falcons kind of sort of have a rivalry with the Saints. Real football towns kind of laugh at that Southeastern pro football. I mean, Steelers, Ravens. Now that's a rivalry, but OK, you have your little <laughs> rivalry there. We've talked about Brett's and uh, Mets and Braves and all of that. Do you like it when your arch rival sucks or do you like them to be good because then beating them makes it hurt for that side that much worse no i think it's equally as fulfilling you know what i mean like mm. i find i find both things very fun like i hate philadelphia sports like i don't like the eagles and i don't like the phillies so for you guys to be talking about the flyers sucking i'm like no i get it there's nothing better <laughs> than watching them die a lonely death and get booed by their own fans it feels great. It feels great. I made a joke the other day in. that like the Rangers are, you know, like uh, finally won a World Series for their organization. And now the only teams left are like the, the Rays, the Rockies, the Mariners and whatever team Bryce Harper plays for. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I love relishing in the misery of, you know, like Jordan's I like, I like atrocity. I, it is, the Flyers are the exception for me. I mean, if they're our arch rival, we kind of need them, especially in college football or college basketball. If your team has a rival, you want them to be good. So when you beat them, it matters more in the rankings and all mm -hmm. that. But just for, you know, as a human being and from the heart, the Flyers never getting a whiff of the Stanley Cup is hysterical. <laughs> and I will root for that forever. Um, OK, here's the question, though. Steve Byrne, let me lay yep. this one on you. You're a Pittsburgh guy. I'm sure you you indulged at least some of Thursday night football against the Titans. Another team. Sure. Here's the thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers that everybody is grappling with nationally, locally, in their houses, <laughs> on the banks of the three rivers. They can't figure <laughs> out. Like, hey, what's uh, up with Kenny Pickett for three quarters? But then it turns into Super Kenny. <laughs> um, and it doesn't make a difference if they're playing the Ravens right. or they're right. playing the Titans. It, who cares? Every game is going to be a one-score game. Uh, that's Every game is supposed right. to be, in Mike Tomlin's head, 12 to 11, and they play. <laughs> that's, that's every game he plays. So, okay, the Steelers survive another team, mediocre as they were, the Titans. Okay, where well, the Steelers win at, at at the end at the goal line with a pick. Sure. Sarah Tiana drops me a line. What do you want? When do you tell us what you said there, Sarah? Well, I just posed the question: like, would you rather have Pickett or Will Levis? Well, but who, you started with a congratulations, know. which is what made it sort of passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't meant to be mean. It was just like, would you? Do you? Like seeing Levis air it out, mm -hmm. do you think this is a fluke? Do you think that, you know, because Pickett to me was really good last year and then he mm -hmm. regressed a little bit this year. To me, he's kind of like Mac Jones this year. Like last year, Mac Jones was the talk of the town and then he gets replaced by Zappy and then comes back in and like kind of marvels. Every, everyone's like, oh, okay, he fixed it. Comes back this year. And you're like, what happened to the guy from last year? And then to me, Kenny Pickett, like I had so many high expectations. I drafted Kenny Pickett in three of my fantasy leagues. I was so high on the Steelers 
Me and then too. all of a sudden, they're not who I thought they were going to be. I thought Najee was going to be running everywhere. And then now yeah. it's like, here comes Will Levis, you know, who could be, you know, th- this year's Brock Purdy. Like everyone, like, he's like the drops to the second round. He's like lonely on day one. He's eating milkshakes with the banana and the mayonnaise and stuff. And, and then, but he's airing it out and he, he looks awesome. So as a side note, the, the whole mayonnaise bit that he's doing, I, I think is like joke. for attention, but you're really punishing yourself. That is so gross and vomiting. He was joking and everyone took it seriously. Was he? But he oh. was joking. Yeah. Well, here's he a, here's joking. not a joke for me that I'm going to ask the both of you. I like, I like, you know, olive oil in my food and I like <laughs> eggs in my food. So then why, when you combine eggs and oil and create the mess that is mayonnaise, is it so repugnant to me? Make sense of that. Isn't Wait, that what it's made of? Oil I love and, mayonnaise. What's that? Yeah, it's just olive oil and eggs. That's it. But it's gross. But I like the other two. I like them when you mix those <laughs> things, two things together. It's like I like Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Somehow the mix ain't quite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pickett, you, 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 I mean, even if you, to Sarah's point, you go back to last season. It's like, oh, there's, there's some, you know, it's somewhat inspiring because because you get Mitch, and Trubisky is going to come in and he's going to kind of keep Kenny under his wing, and then all of a sudden, just Kenny comes in and starts kind of lighting it up, and the chants were going for him and everything. He comes in, and then you're thinking, okay. He got some experience. He's rolling into this season and preseason, just like everybody else. I'm thinking, wow, this kid's legit. This is going to be great. And Dave, I mean, maybe you've seen enough Penn's games and Steelers games. Watching them both, they look completely uninspired. I mean, this, the Penguins have an excuse in older legs, and maybe it's going to take some time, November, December, for, for the chain to catch on to the, to the gear, for the bike to start taking off. But the Steelers, they're young. They got a bunch of young kids out there and they just don't look inspired again until that fourth quarter. It's, uh, you know, it's almost like I don't even want to show up until like the fourth quarter and, and tune, tune into the games. But, uh, you know, Ooh, that might be the solution. That's, yeah. You know what? It's <laughs> yeah, been right there for them the whole time. Why am I torturing myself for two hours? I could go out, have a nice meal, leave my cell phone at home, then come in. But go, oh, oh. Witching hours. Pick there it. There we time. go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that, that was always the thing with Elway, right? The the two minute drill. Exactly. Elway would come up come alive that two minutes left in the game and and pick it. It's like, you know, granted it's a quarter, not two minutes, which is kind of <laughs> kind of cool. But but I I just don't know. I, you know, you're hoping to Sarah's point, do you would you rather have one or the other? I still think it's early. I still think there's time is on his side. And I think like everybody else in Pittsburgh, you're still rooting for him because you're seeing these these glimpses, these these little moments, especially with him and and mm-hmm. uh, and, and Pickens. It's 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 pretty inspiring. So uh, fingers crossed. But Najee is the one to Sarah's point. I I was really excited. I was reading all the stuff about him in preseason and mm-hmm. and it just like it just again, it just hasn't weird caught on yet for some reason or another. And, and such a great guy, too. Yeah, it's an amalgam of issues. That's what's unsatisfying. Maybe part of it is what Sarah hits on there, which is that like we're vexed collectively as a football nation that we all invested in our fantasy leagues in these guys and they're not doing enough. So maybe that's why we're a little rawer than we otherwise might be. Do you be. think the fix was Matt Canada going to the sidelines? Yeah, because that's that, it. <laughs> yeah. That was, to just hear it. the booze sure. closer. Definitely. <laughs> just get closer to the booze. I yeah. mean, how, honestly, how soon he, in the first quarter does he shut that window? 
You know, what's the over under <laughs> on the? <laughs> <laughs> he hides. Maybe if he makes a bad play call and he's worried about George Pickens' reaction <laughs> from now on, he's gonna hide in the blue tent from now on. I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna hide from getting a concussion. Ironically, in the blue tent, right? That, that's how he keeps himself there. safe. To me, the Steelers are so similar to the Falcons in that, like, they should be so much better than what they are, like, showing. Your defense is very good. You have a young defense. You have a lot of high draft picks on defense, a lot of high draft picks on offense. And then somehow the play calling is completely illogical. Like, for the Falcons last week, tied in three and tied in two went, like, tied in two, three, through to a tight end two, while tight end one, Kyle Pitts, blocked. That was the play call in the red zone on, on first and goal. That was the play call. Like, on first and goal, when you have Bijan Robinson, <laughs> Algier, and Cordero Patterson, and you came from a scheme in Tennessee that had Derrick Henry, and you're not, you're, you're like, trying to outsmart yourself. Like, you're trying to be cute and act like you're the smartest guy in the room, when you should just run the damn ball, like run the ball, but you have the best running backs in the league, run the ball. Oh, well, they'll see it coming. Who cares? Call your shot. Players do that all the time. Yeah. Like, Oh, we know Derrick Henry's going to get the ball. Try to stop him. Good luck. I don't think you can. You're right about all that. But yeah. I, the, my big takeaway is I like that. You're not, uh, you're, this is a new stage for you as a Falcons fan who's trying <laughs> yeah. to keep the Falcons at a distance. You're not even acknowledging them by their proper names. You're just tight end two, <laughs> tight end three, left oh, tackle Johnny one. Smith. That's yeah. the way to do it from now on. I, I like that move. If you're if you're disenchanted, then don't acknowledge them as full fledged human beings. But Burn, you mentioned Canada, and an offshoot of that is mm-hmm. so we're both Pittsburgh Penguins guys. Some people. Even fellow Penguins fans took issue a number of years ago mm-hmm. when I celebrated, what was that, the gold medal? It wasn't Canada Cup, it was the Olympics. Six. When Sidney Crosby scored in overtime for Team Canada to yeah. defeat Team USA. Now listen, for the record, I didn't say I hope Canada beats the U.S. I said, <laughs> I hope Sidney Crosby gets to play hero and, you know, burnishes his legacy and his standing in hockey all of time. That would be cool. Much like his dad, Mario Lemieux did in Canada cup 87 against the Soviets. That was easier to embrace for the U S of a in North America. How say you, was that morally too far to celebrate for another nation? As I did, I see what you're doing here. Right, it was I black and gold is, over red, white, and blue. That was really the the math there. Yeah, I, look, I agree with you, but I think this is a perfect opportunity for us all to discuss what's going on in Israel and the Gaza Strip. <laughs> I, I think that's what you're getting to. If mm-hmm. I if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, um, no, I I think um, I, I completely agree with you. I think anybody who's a Pittsburgh fan goes to the credence of understanding who Sidney Crosby is and what he means to the city, and he's been an incredible ambassador for not only the league, but an incredible representative of the city of Pittsburgh. And not to slight Big Ben, but Big Ben had some issues, you know, in, in the papers and everything, and maybe didn't have, in certain points, oh, as it flows, yeah, in, the, in the papers, you know, that's where people get the news. Is. But, uh, but then Sidney Crosby is the most vanilla 
kind, like sweet. You know, you hear he's always picking up uh, restaurant tabs. He's always taking pictures with kids. He's always like doing everything you'd ever want. And so I think as a Pittsburgher, when you see that guy win, you want to be happy to see that guy win because he means so much to to all of us. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. You can just tell us where you guys were on January 6th. That would be really helpful (laughs) for the rest of the country. I was I was writing a song with Jason Aldean. You might have heard of it. Um, it came out recently. Belated success, but congratulations. Thank Just you. the same Thank on you. that. That's great. How that <laughs> ghostwriter burn. Let me say this yeah. to you, and I mean mm-hmm. this. I, I this is sincere, Sarah Tiana. Okay. Burn Let me touches. Get the, yes. the guitar. Here we go. I unironically yeah. celebrate what French Canadian guys have done. In the name of Pittsburgh PA sports. Same goes for a deep South QB hayseed with bald on top and blonde in the back. And now you watch him talking this and the other about pro football on Fox every Sunday. They delivered for my team. I like them very much. But to your question, Will Levis, the early returns are very good. He's impressive. He's dynamic. I stand by what I said before the NFL draft the year that the Steelers took Kenny Pickett. I said it during the season when he was playing at Pitt. If the Steelers could get this guy, and not just as a reckoning, not as a make good for not getting Dan Marino back in 1983. I thought there's, I, I still think there's a little bit of pressure on him as a result of that. There are a lot of longtime Yinzers who are like, dude, they didn't get no Marino, but this dude's no Marino. <laughs> Dude, he's no good. <laughs> Danny was the guy to get. This kid ain't the real deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hope I'm wrong. Here's the thing. <laughs> Philosophically, don't you see how sweet it would be when you watch that? Here's, here's a thought experiment. Next time you're watching Kenny Pickett in the final moments of a pro football game, think that is a playoffs. Think this is an arrowhead. Think about that happening in the title game with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. And not just the Steelers get over but the pit kid who was drafted and walked across the hall to the pro brand in the same building doing it there. It'll be that much sweeter. And I know it's cheesy, but I absolutely mean it. And it's inarguable. I saw some Pittsburgh media guys going back and forth. Like you just got to blur that stuff out. What difference does it make? If he's not from Pittsburgh, do you, or or, or do you like him then? Like that's the whole game. That's the whole thing is deluding ourselves to think that these guys care about our sports town as much as we do. Well, this guy is not from Pittsburgh, but obviously has been there for, but was in at Pitt for like, I think 13, 15 years or something. But anyway, however long, (laughs) yeah, right. However long he was there. Yes, this, it'll mean more if he does it for Pittsburgh. So it's completely worth the investment. And if it flops, it flops and they'll move on. How say you? Big Ben, I mean, Big Ben being from Ohio is close enough. It's Rust Belt. And I love that Terry Bradshaw, you know, alluding to him a few minutes ago. And Terry obviously doesn't. That's not who I was talking about. Oh, you oh yeah, no, what? It was, it was, oh, yeah. it was. <laughs> but but I heard that Big Ben may make the leap in the in the broadcasting as well. He wants to be as colorful as Bradshaw. He's just he's he's acknowledged this. He's like six concussions short of Terry to have that personality. So he'll get there. I'm sure Ben can force his way into something. Oh. Uh, I, ah. Listen, I want the Steelers. <laughs> you know, and I want to shake. Kenny Pickett's very tiny little hands when they do so. You know what I mean? Like I, I am cheering for the steel. Like I love them. They, you have so many of my Georgia boys on there. You have Pickens. Right. You have Darnell Washington. I think Keely mm-hmm. Ringo is there. And so, like, 
you know, I, I think they're a really fun team. I just, I hope that they, they'll, they'll figure it out. Just something's got to click. Think yeah, figuring, Washington had a nice yeah, something's just not click. Yeah. He had a couple of penalties. He was like, he yeah. got a penalty, like just showing up in the huddle, like too many men in the huddle. <laughs> How many times do you hear that? Too many men in the huddle. I know <laughs> it. Listen, but do you know, the guys are getting out of control, by the way, because that is that is a knock. You know, I'm I'm going on Twitter, the the, the entire, you know, watch while, you know, the games are going on. It seems like there there's an excessive amount of flags. Oh, you the, think the so, do you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is that? No, you're right on. I think but to me, what would be uh, why not just lean into it? Obviously, these officials are not making the calls if the NFL isn't saying, like, this is what you need to do because right. and it's not. And it's not a sense of empathy for the human beings that are taking these uh, the, the physical toll of getting hit by 290 pound guys running four threes right. into them on purpose. It's because they are investments to the to the billionaires who own these teams. Right. And so they're like, you got to take care of the biggest investment I have on the team, the QB. That's where all that stuff comes from. But if we're going to do this and the refs are going to take on a more and more prominent role, I want all the pregame shows to start really celebrate. I want the backstories, you know, the the human interest stories about the referees. Clean, Clean Bowman <laughs> grew up. And then they, you know, just as we hear about our super, these are our superstars now, right? Would yeah, you know, yeah, so, yeah. They're let's such celebrate a part of these the game now, yeah. I remember one time watching a Patriots game and I swear the guy, the, the ref on the mic had a Boston accent. Like he was like, go off sides <laughs> on that number right. 44. You're like, what we're all gonna go to Tommy's bar after, get some wings. Uh, anyway, penalty on uh, the other team, whatever they are. You know, I was like, wow, that guy really. Like, what are oh, a Gene Steratori? The There's a referee yeah. who's on Burn and I. Uh, oh, and Sarah, you know uh, Randy Bauman and Bill Crawford on DVD. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, mornings the uh, the show yes. of uh, of record in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, they have Gene Steratori on every week in season. And, Ster you know, he has a Pittsburgh accent. He's really funny. I would love to hear him, like, sort of. But I think it's sort of that effect of, like, when you watch a college basketball game and it's between two different, two separate conferences, but one of the two conferences refs are calling the game. So then the other the other team is like, well, we're not going to get a fair break from these refs right. serving the bag for their conference. And instead it works the exact opposite because the human condition requires you to offset those, those, right. um, those concerns That's, by saying like, see, yeah. I'm just going to like, so you do it the other way. But Jane's territory mm -hmm. arguing with the Cleveland, but Dave, you didn't have no Roethlisberger in the grass. Dave. He kind of, <laughs> Dude, he kind of shoved, he shoved Yins down and then he won the ball and it's touchdown, dude. What you going to do, Brownies? That would be funny on the mic. I would like for him to. to I want to ask you this, though, to, to Sarah's point earlier. I mean, the, the Steelers are a young team, right? So even like last game, Pickens makes that incredible catch and doesn't drag mm -hmm. his right foot in. Mm. And you're watching it and you're going, okay, look, it's it, technically like, it, what, his second year? And you think he's not going to make that mistake again. Right. I mean, that was so egregious right. and it was such a pivotal point in the game that you're watching going, OK, he's going to get pounded in, in, in the video room and I guarantee it's not going to happen again. So you just wonder how much my question is, how much slack are, are, are these young kids given before they kind of like recalibrate again? Is it like another year or two or is it, you know, maybe even just immediate? But the Steelers have, I think, our franchise based in patience and 
they're, you know, with, with head coaches, even with with offensive coordinator, with with Canada. It's like the Steelers are not a, a, a turn and burn kind of franchise. So I, I see them kind of maybe given a lot more wick than most most franchises would. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I also think, and Tiana, you jump in here. But yeah, to me, I, the thing that I think we and even pro football teams haven't caught up with yet is the example that Cliff Kingsbury provided a, a few years ago. He's out of the league, but the thing that he established has turned on his head. One of the old things that, well, you can't take a quarterback the year after you take a quarterback in the draft. That's exactly what the Arizona Cardinals did. They stink, but it's not because they went Josh Rosen recognized in his rookie season. Like, yeah, he ain't it. Let's get Kyler Murray the following year. That's, I mean, they were good for a little while before Kyler Murray started getting hurt and all that stuff got sideways. You know, it's not the end of the world. So you took a shot on the local kid. Great spiritually. What Pittsburgher, except for the cynics out there, he's like, dude, you can't worry about that where they're from. Yes, I can. That's exactly what I'm doing. And of course, (laughs) that's what college football is all about. Why do the pro football players still sing songs about their high school days? Because it was all them and it was authentic and it was sincere on their level of what they were playing for beyond just themselves. Once you start getting into the money and all that, it gets sideways. This is pure. Why can't everybody, why can't everybody embrace it? Like I have, we'll see where it goes. Let's hope it works out. That's it. Yeah. I wish I could get more into college football because I went to Kent state university, which is outside (laughs) of Pittsburgh about two hours because my grades sucked because I couldn't go to any schools in the Pittsburgh area. So I had to go to Kent state and Kent state at the time, there were 224 Division One ranked um, football teams, and we were 218th. And so <laughs> I just couldn't get into it. And even to this day, when people are like, "Oh, you went to you, you go to college," I'm like, "Yeah, I went to school in Ohio." That's what I was saying. I, mm-hmm. I got to stop saying that. Like, "Oh, Ohio State." I'm like, "No." They're like, "Oh, you?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Dayton." I'm like, "Keep going." They're like, "University of Phoenix." I'm like, "Worse." So Kent State, <laughs> you finally get there, Devry, and then it's like Kent. But but I love Kent. Didn't, I had a great time. But the football program was god awful when I was there. But didn't Julian Edelman go there? Quite a few, like James Harrison came yeah. out of there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Went to uh, wait. Well, Edelman went, went to Akron. Maybe I might. You might be right though. I'll tell you who did go there, and I assume Steve Byrne listed him, and he got in as a legacy. Jack Lambert went there. Lambert went there. Harrison went there. Yeah, quite a few Dude, guys Jack, went there. Jack Splat's like my uncle. I watched him on TV all the time when I was a little kid. Let <laughs> yeah. me in. Um, I don't ever know if you're making people up in a Pittsburgh accent <laughs> or if you're just like, it's a real fact. I don't know, Burn. <laughs> am I getting tell. close on the Pittsburgh accent? Dude, your your Pittsburgh accent's no. spot on. I, I try to do it. It, it just, yeah. it, 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 I'm the Pittsburgh accent is horrible. It sounds even worse when I do it. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like the Fran Drescher of like Pittsburghese. It, it just, no one wants to hear it. Bauman and Crawford are on the short list of best Pittsburgh accents. Joe Manganiello is is dynamite. Yeah. He is second dynamite, to none yeah. on get. He he Very nails good. that. Because it's, it's, dude, it's inflection. A lot of it is like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, everybody in Pittsburgh is sardonic. People are sweet. As I always say, <laughs> it's right on the it's right on the border. People have this debate, this weird debate about um, is Pittsburgh Northeast or Midwest? And right. I always say it's right on the border. And so it benefits and maybe suffers from 
elements of of both sides of things. Like it's got a lot of that edge of the Northeast and the smart right. alecky sense of humor, but there is a sweetness to Pittsburghers that probably doesn't exist in Boston, New York City. And you talk about a diamond on the rough. Joe, the fact that that dude is jacked and as shredded as he is, and, <laughs> and, and it's coming from a town where there's French fries on every sandwich and it's just I like know. Carb City. It's unbelievable. That dude, is, yeah. it's not even like if he walked around on Penn Avenue right now, it, it, even without him being like a superstar, people people in Pittsburgh are, like, are we the same species? Like, look at that. That's a human being. We're all human beings. Like that came out of that town. That's crazy. Where'd you get Aaron Judge? And- <laughs> it is the best that that that, that uh, there is. I often want to like ducks as a for instance have this much variation as a species as we do. Like, look at Aaron Judge and Jose Altuve. They're not just both human beings. They both exist yeah. at the exact same time on the planet Earth and have the exact same <laughs> job. And you're like, same species, mm-hmm. right? Weird. <laughs> Very strange to, to, to try and make sense of, of that being the truth. I've tell listen, I, I don't want to. One of them get... has two rings and it's a small Whoa. one. That's what's other crazy. The small one has two rings. I feel like I feel like the guy who's uh, suffering right now real. the most. The guy who's suffering right now the most in this podcast, listening to it. Is Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass? Now, first you say that about Aaron Judge. And previously, Byrne was in here saying what a great human being Sidney Crosby is, which, of course, he is. (laughs) But Spaghetti is a Rags fan. And he goes in big on how Crosby's a crybaby and everybody's sick of him. And I keep saying, why do they put him on TV? If if everybody's so sick of this team, why do they keep putting him on TV? Spaghetti, you want to jump in here? I mean, I'm not, I don't have any animosity towards the Penguins this year. I mean, things are going, I mean, I don't have to really So say you why. answer the rivalry question that I asked earlier. You're like, oh yeah, no, I'm good with them because they stink this year. That's fine by me. Uh, I normally would want my rivals to be great and to beat them. <laughs> but I think with the Penguins, I just think it, what's funny to see them you know, play this poorly is because of decisions they made. Like you didn't have to keep the old guard. You could have moved on. You could have not signed Eric Carlson. You could have made moves for the future. Instead, you wanted to run it back. So that kind of did you know that blowing up in your face makes me kind of happy. Well, look, I mean, look, those guys, the big three, the core, which um, exceeded the core of the Yankees by a year this past year, (laughs) uh, mind you, these guys. If, if if anybody's earned the right from a franchise to say, you know what, from the franchise, and it's a new it's a new ownership, Fenway Sports Group comes in and says, you know what, we're going to let these guys ride out in the sunset together. Let's give them one last shot. And I, I really think if if things are are set to doom um, come March, April, I think one or two of these guys will dip out and try to get another cup somewhere. Um, I think Sid will probably retire as a pen that that's just my my tuition you know that, that's hope, just yeah my foresight i'd rather do that than be on broadway and keep pouring money into all these big names like the kane experiment tarasenko <laughs> experiment and nothing comes up it's just loss after loss after loss and leadership at madison square garden for the rangers it's one of the most historic franchises and they all all, all the hockey and if the Rangers do good, it's good for hockey. And the Rangers haven't been doing their part, at least in, in the States. The, the Kings have done a better job than the Rangers in terms of big market and drawn viewership. So uh, the Rangers are a f- awful franchise. Put it in bold. <laughs> 
Well, oh, what are awful. your hate rankings? Mine go. I never asked you this, uh, Sarah, as a matter of fact. I meant to establish mm-hmm. that on our first show and it uh, went by because I'm a terrible host. Burns, start us off. Give us one, two, three, win, play, show your most hated teams in sports. Akron, I mean, I have to say, I'd have to say the Flyers, the Ravens, and then the Caps, although I have mm. some slight admiration for the Caps because I do like Ovechkin. I think he's incredible for the sport, a great personality. And when he won, I was kind of happy for him because he seems like such a colorful guy. But nothing makes me happier than see the Pens beat the Caps. I, I cannot stand, stand Tom Wilson. I think he's uh, he's the Matt, he's our Matt Cook, but we were smart enough to get rid of him. That's right. That's right. Tiana, how say you on this? Yeah, mine would be the Phillies. Phillies number one. Uh, yeah, I would cheer for Al Qaeda before the Phillies. <laughs> uh, I think number two place would be the Gators. And then show is probably the Patriots, only because they ruined my Super Bowl. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh, that could I really put an asterisk sad. under one? Oh, please. I, I do a fourth with an asterisk Penn State because of all the the, uh, the the I've seen the documentaries. You read it oh, in the newspapers, but I nothing thought. else. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't like. Them I read it in their the papers. White yeah. The papers, right? <laughs> I heard about those yeah. Happy Valley papers at the time. They were not kind. Uh, those was some bad news. <laughs> not um, kind. I hated them before that. I was in before it was before it was cool. My old man mm. raised me to know that Joe Putt was was a self righteous creep, the king, not just the mayor, the king of Mount Pius, coming down on poor Jackie Sherrill and the Pitt Panthers. Then he got his. And this is the way it always goes when you're right. going too hard after somebody else. You're covering up for something else. Okay, exactly. that's that's maybe uh, me. What are your What are your top three? Yeah. Penn State is in my top three. The Flyers okay. were it forever, and they were replaced after the last Penguins demise at the hands of the Islanders. The I- Islanders vaulted the number one all time. I hate that. The Islanders have caused Penguins most the most pain, and it really isn't if you break it down. The, the seminal moments that the Islanders have dealt the Penguins – you know, between 93, 82, and then that loss when the Penguins were pretty good about three years ago. Yeah, 93, I, I didn't even play, and it still it still haunts me. And I'm like, I, 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 I'm just a fan. Why why does why does 93 still hurt me that much? But when you see them coming out of the gates hot and Lemieux coming off, I mean, it just, they had Yager and Francis, you think you're getting a three-peat here. And had they gone to the cup final in 93, that would have settled the debate between Gretzky and Lemieux. We couldn't get past them. Mm-hmm. The Habs went and the Habs won it all. And it's like in basketball, that's what basketball gets great. It gets gets right is that you get the best teams against each other. Even baseball sometimes, at least in the in the in the playoffs, you know, uh, divisional playoffs, you'll see Yankees, Red Sox, whatever. It's kind of fun. But in hockey, rarely do you get to see Gretzky versus Lemieux or Connor McDavid versus Austin Matthews. It's like that's what you want as a hockey fan sure. instead of like, you know, uh, Gretzky versus, you know, the, the you know, whoever the small market team is or whatever. So it's because it's because it's what what is the crazy part of hockey going in that direction almost to its its own demise, embracing mm-hmm. after that Rangers Cup in 94, then the Devils win it in 95 playing trap, which requires zero skill. You just have to commit. Right to not hitting the gas and stacking things up so that the higher skill teams can't get by you just muck up the neutral zone basically is yeah. uh, is how that works and the devils rode that to some cups and then other teams started doing that and Batman 
who learned at the knee of David Stern, who knew as the NBA commissioner, we have to let our stars be superstars and bad teams cannot be competitive. We must highlight our best. Somehow Bettman did the exact opposite. Like, yeah, well, the Florida Panthers are a new team and they don't have a lot of skill, but they can clutch and grab their way to, to being relevant. Right. So we're going to allow that. That killed it. But you're right. 93. It, it's the same thing as Tiana. The worst example ever, and it makes me laugh, is the Patriots in aught seven. They can win all mm-hmm. the Super Bowls they want, but they're never going to get another shot at being 19 and 0. That that's going to stick right. with Brady and Patriots fans forever, no matter what they say. Like that's the one that got away. Tiana, even if the Falcons win a Super Bowl, that 28 to three, that's just a stink you can't wash off. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the Steelers. I mean, Steelers with the Penguins, they had a chance to win three cups in a row and announce themselves on a different level for all of time. Right. You'd be you'd have a hard time making a case about like. Yeah, Gretzky's Oilers, better right. Islanders in the eight. Like, this would be one of the very best. Well, I mean, it still is, but you you understand in perception. Um, and they would have gone through the Blue Blanc Rouge to get to the Stanley Cup final. So Lemieux, a hometown visit to to wow the, the locals, as we talked about with uh, Crosby up in Canada, what that would have meant to him. He would have put on a show. He was at his best. And then head to head with Gretzky, let's settle all hash there in 66, hoisting the cup for the third time in three years up over his head. Quick hockey question. Then we have a couple of either ors from Sarah Tiana. I want to get your opinion on this. Are you, by the way, um, in Pittsburgh, you're known as being a night owl because the the great Mike Lang, the play-by-play radio announcer, would always say when it turn midnight in Pittsburgh and the Penguins were out on the West Coast, he would always go like, turn the radios down, kids. Don't let mom and dad hear you listening right now. You'll get in trouble. You're up too late. But you're officially a member of the Night Owl Club. And it was a thrill. And because I actually was listening to a radio in my bed. Sure, yeah. As a nerd. Are you a night owl? Are you going to night owl it live? Are you going to go to see the LA Kings and the Pittsburgh Penguins? on? It's a bummer. My, my good pal, Vince Vaughn has season tickets to the Kings. He's just a huge hockey fan and asked me if I'm going to, if I could come in a day early. Uh, But unfortunately I'll be in Vegas at your buddy's place, Jimmy Kimmel's comedy club, because I I have residency there every Thursday. So I know I I love it. Muzzle tub on that. That's great for you. Thank you. Yeah, I watched the game the other night. Uh, I watched the Ducks game. I watched the whole thing. I'll watch, I'll watch as much of the Kings as I can on my little app on my phone. But uh, believe me, I, I'm there to, to listen to Army or Borky, you know, uh, whether it's on the radio or or live on TV. Now, Vince Vaughn, I, I don't know the name, but if he is looking for a plus one for that game, let him know <laughs> uh, I'd be happy to do that. You know, he's, a, did, he's a huge hockey fan. I'll just I know he is a Hawks quick. guy. I was there in 92 when Lemieux won that cup against the Hawks. I was in Chicago Stadium that night oh. in game four. Well, he, he, he and I have had many, many countless debates between Crosby and Kane. He brings up a good point. Kane does not get any notoriety from the hockey writers uh, because he's American. If you really think about it, hmm. from 2010 to 2020, if you just take that decade, Kane amassed the most points and he won three cups. So in terms of that decade, he certainly would have been top three. And when the NHL or, or like the hockey writers got together and said, hey, here's the players of the decade, Kane was like, I think, number 12 or something like that. And it's like he had the most points. He had the most cups. Hmm. He's an American. Why are you not kissing the ring and saying this guy's at least number one or two? I mean, it, it, just statistically and cup-wise, 
He yeah, is by clutch, far. obviously, best player on the team. I think maybe he suffers from, um, at least up front, um, no uh, no slight to Duncan Keith. But, the but you know, I think that when that team sort of broke, I think Jonathan Taves was like the man. And Kane right, was, the, was the flashy and... sidekick. Maybe that's what he suffers from is yeah. the perception. Eddie Spaghetti sings songs about the experience he had with Patrick Kane on the rags, <laughs> right? I never, I mean, it didn't cost him that much money to, <laughs> to attack uh, Steve's plan from before. Uh, and that he's waiting around probably to re-sign with the Rangers again. But uh, I don't you think I he mean, goes back. I don't want him. I mean, his hip injury is uh, people have ended their careers from the hip injury that he has after the post-surgery that he just had this offseason. So I think it's uh, not likely he'll be much of use. He's uh, basically just a, a special teams player at this point. But uh, I also think with his ranking versus Crosby is that the positional value of Crosby playing center versus Kane playing yeah, wing. Yeah. Crosby's a better 200-foot player, does more dirty yeah. work stuff than than Kane does. But, uh, I mean, Kane was for sure the best player on those. He's not dirty. Teams. Don't call him dirty. <laughs> oh, I, I see. Wait, how you <laughs> make, I'm giving Crosby comment. credit for once. Hey, <laughs> that was nice. I'm it. not used to it. Okay, <laughs> listen. Let's wrap it up here. Tiana, lay some before we get to uh, – we'll throw out a best bet or two or three here um, as we wrap it up here. Burn, you're not obligated uh, to um, – announce anything unless you want to take the penguins over kings on thursday and i have at it um but uh tiana you want to do a little either or we just handled the one Pickett or levis i did my best to to respond i don't know if you found it a satisfying answer but that there it was you i have, have no idea ones? what you answered i said i want cool I, I want kenny pickett because he's from <laughs> pittsburgh and people call me weird for what i mean of course that's what i think would be cool and i'm willing to stick with it to see how this thing works out for a little bit and and by the way whether you like it or not, they are going to win double digit games and be right there for a playoff spot, no matter how much people complain about them. But okay, either or, shall I throw them the one you floated at me here? Ripping yes. or Wentz for the LA well, Rams? Well, Rippian. Yeah. So the Rams just picked up Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. who was, you know, a journeyman at this point. Um, and I guess that's to take place of Brett Ripien, who came in mm-hmm. for Stafford last week when he's so which would you who would you rather have if he as quarterback? Burn, any thoughts on this one? Uh, Carson Wentz, of course, the sad figure who broke his leg in Los Angeles playing the Rams. And then everybody <laughs> said, well, that's it for these Eagles. They were really good. Then Nick Foles, the backup, wins the Super Bowl and then erases uh, Carson right. Wentz basically from Eagles lore forever as a result. How say you, though, that guy who seems washed up or a guy who we really don't know too much about? I think everybody loves a good comeback story and to see the, the fact that he didn't get his fair due. And, you know, everybody hates a bad break. So I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with Eagle option C, Patrick Kane. Yeah, sorry. Put him in there. Let's see what he does. <laughs> I like this one from Tiana, too. This one feels like it hits close to home for you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Arthur Smith or a robot? How say you, Steve Byrne? Well, Arthur oh. Smith is the coach for the Falcons or ah. a robot. Um, do you want to go first, Steve? You go, don't go have to Sarah, answer. Sorry. You don't want to. I think I'm this is saying, interesting, like, Sarah. Actually, as I think about this, I have an answer for you. That I, <laughs> you're you're making a joke. Go ahead. Oh, I would rather have a rope. I wanted Arthur Smith to be on a plane to Cancun with Josh McDaniels last week. I mean, I think a robot would at least make the best choices and mm-hmm. pick the best play for the time with the best weapons and best offense. Um, so yeah, would you or would you rather have? Arthur Smith or Matt Canada? How about that? Would you rather Ooh. have Arthur Smith or Matt Canada? 
Well, no one gave up Matt Canada a head coaching job. So that's the so that's the difference. That's not that they're both not, calling uh, the plays. They're both okay, calling touche. the plays. I think you're on to something for real. Like, how long before a coach just has an iPad on the field and is using chat GPS for the answer? Right. Like, just like, I, I don't, what do I know? I'm not making these decisions. Boop, 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 boop. Oh Go my God, for it. dad. It's chat GPT, dad. <laughs> <Chat> GPT. <laughs> not, that's not, that's not what I have. I have, I have a uh, less have expensive version. <laughs> what I use. I talk. I talk to the GPS in my car as though it's a person. What? 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 Okay. What kind of route is that? I it's not going to be the freeway. Uh, Yenzers. Yenzers. No. All right. I'm pathetic. Well, what can I? Here's one last one about? for you, Steve Byrne. What? The Pittsburgh. Or, or, I think Aroba and oh. Matt Canada will be will be will be both uh, finding new bowling jerseys shortly as they as they start a team together in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> I think that's, that's what I'd say. Yeah. It's going to be a fiery bowling team to have yeah. to go up against for anyone else. All pissed off. Remember, remember what we were doing last year? Sure do, Matt. Yep. Yep. Arthur. Yep. Artie. And now a quick break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, you know what? Let's just cut to it as a matter of fact. Let's get everybody out of here. This has been a delightful experience as I expected it would be. And in fact, has exceeded expectations. So let's wrap it up with a best better two. I hate to get, I hate to do this to get in the rear view yeah, right. and look at last week. But I pounded the table to say, well, I also pounded the table, Chiefs Dolphins would go over 50 and a half and they didn't come anywhere close. Never mind that. <laughs> I pounded the table for Clemson players rallying around their self-proclaimed demigod or whatever, however he considers himself, Dabo Sweeney. Um, I, I knew that wouldn't work with 28-year-old millionaires but that kind of like, get on board with us. You're against us, us against the world. I knew that would work for one week. A talented roster against Notre Dame coming down there to beat them. They won. Sarah disagreed. Eddie Spaghetti disagreed. I think it would be nice if we started to make this world a nicer place if you would apologize to everybody, including me right now. Eddie Spaghetti, do you want to start? Are you going to apologize for picking? No, 
pit to cover versus them the week prior. I mean, nope. and I, I, I did, didn't I? You, did you I not? honestly think that the Clemson players... I did apologize players, for it. I did they, apologize. I mean, the Clemson players are not rallying around Dabo. They still won by a touchdown and Notre Dame's sloppiest offense, offensive performance of the season. So, I mean, they they held on. It was a bad game. I mean, bup, 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 bup. that's not Sorry, there apology, you go. There Sarah. you go. Sorry. Sarah, nice you I'm not apologizing. No, Notre Dame needs to apologize. It's it's their fault. They should have won that game, and they didn't. I don't know about this, Burn. I don't like this. I thought <laughs> we were on to something here, and it went sideways. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, let's yeah. move on then. Best bet, Sarah Tiani. You, want, you have uh, any thoughts yes. in mind here? These are my bets given to me by Chat GPS uh, <laughs> for this week. Um, I'm gonna t- I've been so bad all year, so I'm just going to try to take some layups here. I'm going to take okay. the over in USC versus Oregon, which is 73 and a half. That'll probably happen in Love the first it. half because Lincoln Riley has no idea what defense is, and they just fired their defensive coordinator. So I'm sure it should be so much better by this week. I love that um, his name take- is Grinch. Yeah. He was Grinch in uh, Caleb Williams Heisman chances. I love yeah. the idea that he stole him. Go also, ahead. I'm going to take the over in the Utah versus Washington game, which is 51 points. And then I'm taking the Cardinals plus one and a half over the Falcons because the Falcons are awful and Arthur Smith is awful. And I do think that Kyler Murray comes back in his first week back in the NFL and beats us in at home in Arizona because we are awful. Even okay. though we are such a good team, but our coach is awful. Um, I, I, I don't want to pick on Hey, burn. Do you want to throw one out here? You're more than welcome to, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the over on joy Behar farting for the third time this year on the view (laughs) next week. Um, Is that right? I think within five days. Yeah. She's farted twice this last year. Uh, so she's due. Uh, I think it's going to be a full moon. Just, just all the stars are aligning. So I think next week she'll fart Mm -hmm. for the third time, uh, this season on the view. Well, I think that's cool. I'm going to, um, I just, this one jumps out at me here. Rivalry games. I love them. Like I say, I'm going, I bowling green Falcons giving 10 and a half on the road, on the road here. No shot at Kent state, the golden flashes, get it done. Plus 10 and a half. I'm taking uh, Kent state there. Oh, penguins lay the goal and a half against the Kings here. I think they're going to be free and loose. I don't know what happened in Orange County on Tuesday night. It was a sluggish effort by both sides. Maybe some Hollywood or I don't know what happens in Orange County. Hollywood flu, Orange County flu. Hopefully the boys are uh, keeping it nice and clean on their day off. And uh, I am fascinated by I haven't made my decision. I just want to make the audience aware now as I as I track towards making a decision. Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback for the New York Giants this week against um, America's alleged team, the Dallas Cowboys down there. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are minus 16 and a half at last look. I love spreads like this in the NFL that one mm-hmm. team with the same set of rules can be that much better or worse than one of the other 31 teams. I don't know what to make of this. The biggest spread ever in a regular season game, I believe in the Super Bowl era, is 26 and a half. When the uh, the Broncos gave that to the Jaguars in 2013, they didn't cover. Most teams don't cover a number that big, but I'm tracking this one just in the name of seeing how high it goes. They just announced that Tommy DeVito is definitely the starting quarterback, so that can't be good. Anyway, that's a fascinating one there. 
And Steve Burr, mm-hmm. you're a fascinating character. I think everybody who just listened to the show would agree. Delightful, amusing. Go see him at the Kimmel Comedy Club in his residency there. Cool gig. And we've been there. It's an it legitimately is an awesome Great club. space. Yeah. And uh, it's on that cool little side street. That was a neat thing that Vegas did uh, mm-hmm. to develop that whole thing. All the side restaurants right in off front the of the street. link. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. It's kind of a cool place. Um, and, uh, again, I want to mention to everybody, make sure you track down Steve Byrne live on Twitter and the champagne of comedy available on punch up and chat GPS. Thank you for the time, Sarah Tiana, best wishes. Say hi to everybody you're making pages with today. And I look forward to kibitzing mm-hmm. with you next week. All right. Good to see all you right, guys. All right, all right, all right. Oh, trying yeah, to thank say you nice guys so much. Is that it? Today. Did it you so want fun. us to it. say something else? I know. I, I don't know what I wanted. I was just trying to be pleasant say, on the way out the door. That's it. I was looking for you to say, it's been a thin slice of heaven. I didn't know. I love seeing Sarah thoughts. Tiana, but she always reminds me of 91, 92 Pirates losing to the Braves. So there's still yeah, a little yeah. displeasure here. But I love you, Sarah. I think the world of her, and I think the world of you, Dave. Thank you guys so much for having me on board today. It was so fun. Oh, you're the top. Great setup. Two two nerds with 66 Mm -hmm. Lemieux signed jerseys hanging over our respective heads. I found Mm -hmm. my person. But my person (laughs) 1A or 1B could be Vince Vaughn if he's interested in hanging out. (laughs) There's a potential romance. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll make Uh it happen, yes. Okay. Hey, Burn, you're the best. Or is Tiana the best? Let's call it a draw. Thanks for listening to us, sports fans. We'll be back in one week. Until then, thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. (laughs) 